it simple, keep it small. And there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Women Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Women Tribe, which was created from the Healthy Women, Healthy Earth Organization. We are women wrapping our lives around making a difference in the world. Today's episode is titled, Why Daylight Savings Time is Harmful to Our Bodies. Back in April of 2022, I did a podcast on this subject, but with daylight savings time, time that just occurred last week, I would like to bring some new updated information. I would also like you to keep in mind that if you look at all the planets in our solar system, Earth is the only one that operates on a 24-hour clock cycle in accordance with the sun, which affects all of life on the Earth. It affects how our plants grow, trees, the animal kingdom lives, all of our sea life, all of the life in our waterways, the birds, and so on. According to Professor Ken Wright, who is a professor and of distinction and associate chair for the Integrative Physiology in Colorado at the university, he has studied the impact of light on sleep and health for the past 30 years. And this is what he has to say. If you look at the expert consensus from the scientific scientific societies that focus on sleep, health, and circadian rhythms, all of them agree daylight savings time is a bad idea. And yes, we should be getting rid of the time change, but the science suggests that we should be sticking with standard time, not daylight saving time. Wright went on to explain the science of making standard time permanent. We have to look at when and why was daylight saving time created. So it was first introduced on a large scale by the Germans during World War I to save energy. The idea was that extending evening sunlight would mean people wouldn't use as much energy. The U.S. followed suit at that time and has since gone back and forth between having it and not having it, including during the energy crisis of 1974, when the U.S. decided to try permanent daylight savings time for two years to save energy. And how do you think that went? At first, 79% of the public was in favor of the change. However, By February, after the first winter of exposure to dark mornings, support dropped to 42%, and the law was repealed after only 10 months. It didn't save much energy, and research showed fuel usage actually increased slightly. Professor Wright's article asked, What would winter mornings be like if this bill passes? As a population, we'll be waking up more often in the darkness. For instance, 
This clock change would cause us to lose more than two months of having sunlight in the morning before 8 a.m. and 98 days of having sunlight in the morning before 7 a.m. compared to if we were to adopt permanent standard time. So what's wrong with the dark mornings? The winter sun that is often there to help melt the ice on the roads for the morning commute won't be there. And nowadays, there seems to be snow all over the United States. And more people will be driving to work in the dark, increasing risk of accidents. More children will be waiting for the morning bus in the dark and any benefits to our children that have been gained by some schools adopting later start times to better match adolescents' physiological tendency to go to bed late and sleep late, those will all be erased. But we'll have more light at night, right? Isn't that a good thing? Well, Professor Wright says, not so fast. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine and other sleep experts say, actually, no. When we get exposed to light at night, whether it be more sunlight or the lights inside our house or on our devices, that sends a signal to our circadian clock that we should go to bed later and wake up later. But later sleep timing is associated with more substance abuse and physical and mental health problems, including obesity, depression, and heart disease. It's also associated with morning sleepiness, which contributes to accidents, poor work productivity, and poor school performance. Morning light is good for our health because it promotes earlier sleep timing that is more conducive to school and work start times. The research says that we are still going to have the same amount of sunlight across 24 hours. What will change, though, is how we schedule ourselves relative to the sun. Remember, Earth runs on a 24-hour clock with the sun. So permanent daylight savings time and permanent standard time have the same number of days with sunset after 7 p.m. during the summer holidays, mid-May to mid-August. So permanent standard time will have little impact on many outdoor activities in the summer. So why should we do away with the time change? There is no question the change itself is associated with many health problems. In the days after the spring ahead, we get less sleep and wake up at a time when our brains are telling us we should still be sleeping. It chronically throws our bodies out of sync with the sun creating many associated health risks, such as heart attacks, stroke, hormone imbalances, overweight and more obesity, higher risk of diabetes, cancer, and including an increase in fatal motor vehicle accidents. So what is the takeaway for lawmakers? Major international scientific societies have put out expert opinion papers that are unanimous in that we should adopt permanent standard time and Arizona and Hawaii here in the States, have used permanent standard time since the 1960s, and we should follow suit. Surveys from the Academy, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, 
have found that about 63% of all Americans would prefer to eliminate daylight savings time. And 55% experience tiredness following the switch. Researchers say that the change has long-term negative consequences for our bodies and our minds. In today's world, we have such an increase in mental behavior. These behaviors are creating violent outbursts, crime, suicides, and the like. Sleep expert Adam Spira, who is a PhD and professor and vice chair for the research and faculty in the Department of Mental Health at John Hopkins University, states, the scientific evidence points to acute increases in adverse health consequences from changing the clocks, including heart attack and stroke. Spira goes on to say, The change is also associated with heightened risk of mood disturbances and hospital admissions, as well as elevated production of inflammatory markers in response to stress. The potential for car crashes also spikes just after we spring forward. Also, a 2020 study found that the switch raises the risk of fatal accidents by 6%. Then there are the theories that daylight savings time was enacted to conserve energy, but today it may do the opposite. One being way back when Benjamin Franklin invented the concept in 1784, believing that rising earlier would economize candle usage and save people money, and that pushing clocks forward to make greater use of daylight during the warmer months was formerly adopted during World War I as part of a global attempt to conserve energy. But as societies have evolved, lighting accounts for less overall energy consumption. And in today's world, extending the use of daylight hours is encouraging people to use more air conditioning and heating. Other proponents say that additional daylight in the evening hours during spring and summer are beneficial to mental health of those who work during the day. That too has been refuted from data in a 2020 study published suggesting the change exacerbates mood disorders, depression, anxiety, and substance abuse. It is the sunlight that is the most powerful synchronizer of our circadian rhythms. The internally generated clocks our bodies follow. Spira says, while it's advantageous to have more time for outdoor activities in the evening, exposure to more like closer to bedtime makes it harder to fall asleep at our usual bedtime and can reduce the amount of sleep we're able to get each night. We lose light in the morning, leaving many of us waking up in the dark. And that's bad, Spira says, because exposure to light in the morning has an alerting effect and helps us maintain a strong circadian rhythm. We function best when our sleep cycle follows the sun. We get sleepy due in part to our melatonin, which is a hormone that releases when it gets dark. In the spring, when we switch to daylight savings time, we increase the amount of light we're exposed to in the evening hours, thus having a delayed release of melatonin for us to get to sleep. 
I just wanted to point out here that all of our homeowners operate in accordance with nature's natural day-night cycle, which is standard time. Moving the clocks forward in the spring results in going to sleep and waking up before our internal clocks are ready for us to do so. This misalignment lasts for the duration of daylight savings time, Spira says, and can reduce the amount of sleep we're able to get to the detriment of our health. The consequences of insufficient sleep include decreases in cardiovascular health, increase in diabetes and obesity, poor mental health, lower cognitive performance, and an increase in the risk of motor vehicle accidents, Spira says. Populations living on the western edges of the time zones who get light later in the morning and evening, and people with little control over their schedules, such as shift workers who drive to work very early, are more at risk for misalignment. Adolescents who get less sleep often have behavioral learning and attention issues, as well as an increased risk of accidents injuries, high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes, and mental health problems. Also, a 2015 study published in the Journal of Clinical Sleep Medicine found that during school days, after the time change, students were sleepier, had slower reaction times, and were less attentive. The recommendation in support of permanent standard time is based on a review of existing literature that describes the acute adverse effects of switching between standard time and daylight savings time twice yearly and the chronic effects of daylight savings time during spring, summer, and the fall months. Daylight savings time is less aligned with our intrinsic human circadian physiology, and it disrupts the natural seasonal adjustment of human clock due to the effect of the late evening light on the circadian rhythm. There's evidence that the body clock does not adjust to daylight savings time even after several months. You know, our hormones can't see the sunlight, so it keeps going on its 24-hour clock. The chronic misalignment between the timing of demands of work, school, or other obligations against this innate circadian rhythm is called social jet lag. Studies show that social jet lag is associated with an increased risk of obesity, metabolic syndrome, cardiovascular disease, and depression. One study found that in the fall during the shift from daylight savings time back to standard time, there actually was a reduction in the rate of cardiovascular events. I have also read that there has been some talk in recent years about transitioning to permanent daylight savings time through the Sunshine Protection Acts, which by the way, the Senate has already voted to enact. But Spira, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, the European Sleep Research Society, as well as many other sleep experts are in favor of permanent standard time. The Sunshine Protection Act would result in permanent misalignment of our internal clocks with the same time on our social clocks. The clocks on our walls, wrist and phones, that would be bad for the health of the U.S. population. 
The evidence of health and accident risk following the change is so great that the American Academy of Sleep Medicine has said it favors abolishing daylight savings time entirely in favor of permanent standard time. It is the position of the American Academy of Sleep Medicine that the U.S. should eliminate seasonal time changes in favor of a national fixed year-round time. Current evidence best supports the adoption of year-round standard time, which aligns best with human circadian biology and provides distinct benefits for public health and safety. So what are some of the conclusions to all this science? Well, existing data supports the elimination of seasonal time changes in favor of a fixed year-round time. Daylight savings time can cause misalignment between the biological clock and the environmental clock, resulting in significant health and public safety-related consequences, especially in the days immediately following the annual change to daylight savings time. A change to permanent standard time is best aligned with the human circadian biology and has the potential to produce beneficial effects on public health and safety. Although it will get darker earlier, sleep experts say standard time follows a natural pattern and will provide greater health benefits by providing light in the morning and supporting our melatonin levels. The healthiest choice would be a permanent standard time all year round. And I just have to say, you know, we're in a time where we have such mental health issues, suicide, you name it, it's out there. And, you know, we also have toxins in our food and there's toxins in the air. And that is all affecting our brains and our bodies in the interior. If we add another going and staying on daylight savings time permanently, we are just really going to be misaligned as all the research says. So I hope you really give it some thought. And how do we get this changed? You must contact all your representatives, your senators, even at the state level, because all the state levels are following what the Congress does in Washington. And here in Minnesota, our governor wants to go to daylight savings time. And I have to tell you, and this is my personal opinion, as I have also read the research, that daylight savings time is a moneymaker. And you know what? We're going to keep going to restaurants. We want to go, whether it's dark or it's light out. So I hope you really take this serious. Contact your legislatures and let's not go to permanent daylight savings time. So there's a couple quotes I would like to leave you. Lose an hour in the morning and you will spend all day looking for it. And that's by Richard Watley. And then... Here's the other one. When a clock and a sundial, which used to be how we measured time with our sundial. So when a clock and a sundial disagree by an hour, the sundial isn't wrong. Daylight savings time falsifies clocks. Restore the natural time. Permanent standard time. And that was from an unknown As always, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, to name a few. 
Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and become an activist for your own health, the health of your family, and the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot, thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.